Dawn was on a ghost hunt Boo. at a haunted LA Fitness. Ah! Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. I am all alone doing CrossFit these days. His squats opened a wormhole. That's what led them here. Ah! Trapped inside a magic studio. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Dean has something to say. Oh, sorry. That was just my cow. I forgot to put the cow away before we started the show. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is no conversation for a cow, okay? Because Dean McDermott and Tori Spelling, they've been on and off. They're divorcing, but they're not. It was like, holy cow, this is a little bit different this time because he put out this announcement that they were divorcing. Then he took it down, but then she never responded to that. They've been apart ever since. Yes. Yeah. Listeners woke up today to the following headline and thought, oh my God, finally, finally, we're getting some answers. Exclusive at the Daily Mail. Do we have any breaking news? We don't have any breaking news. You know, we should really do that as a show because we break news all the time on yeah. the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We do. We do. So we'll work I mean, on that tomorrow. help us too. Yeah, of course. Uh, the internet does that thing too. And yeah. then sometimes crazy uh, B. Arthur will run in and go, did you see? <laughs> Exclusive. What kind From of the voice Daily was Mail. That? Let's be Arthur. Okay. Dean McDermott opens up for the first time since split with Tory Spelling. What? I thought, okay, are we about to get played again? We have not known what's going on between these two, but we can tell something's up. And it's Daily Mail, so you're like, okay, this. Well, is and your da- the, it's the Daily Mail, so you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you call the Daily Mail or do you call Diane Sawyer? Who are you calling with actual stories? But. Maybe they're the only ones who picked up. That's what I'm thinking. Breaking news. Ooh, that's really cool. Hello, John. I'm Bradley, and I've got some breaking news for you in the world of pop culture. What do you got? Dean McDermott opens... Okay. (laughs) We'll work on it, but (laughs) it just seems very earnest. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be wearing a blazer. Oh, okay. I feel like I should be wearing a bathrobe. Oh, Okay. What do you got? I'm the listener. Dean McDermott opens up for the first time about his split telling. Now, this is where we're going to get serious, y'all. So I do want to just let you know, this is going to touch on. Stop rolling your eyes, Dawn. I wasn't. I was looking back and forth. I was doing some eye exercises. Okay. For eye Go health. sit in your bathrobe, honey, while I tell you the story. Split with Tori Spelling telling how his violent alcoholic rages left his family petrified (gasps) and how a pig and a chicken ruined their sex life. What? I opened the Daily Mail to this headline going, I don't know what this is, but you're telling these violent alcohol pigs and chickens and sex? That is a lot. Yeah, I don't want... I got to understand what this means. I do too. Then I read down into the story in the Daily Mail, you guys, and this is not an easy thing on the Daily Mail. Why? Because there's... 5,000 ads and videos and pop-ups that play. So I'm trying to figure out what's actually going on. But in an exclusive interview that he sits down with the Daily Mail from where? Rehab. (gasps) Harmony Place, it's called. It's a 
Rehabilitation Center that deals with substance abuse in California. He spe- he fires up a camera with the folks at the Daily Mail, or I should say they show up with their camera. Hmm. Uh, Ruth Stiles went over to Harmony Place from the Daily Mail with a camera and did an interview with Dean. Now, I'm all in, but I'm also all in skeptically. Like, there's one I raised. Yeah, because right? it's Tori and Dean. Because it's Tori and Dean who have taken us on a tabloid journey for years that seems a little sus, as the kids would say, right? Yeah. A little suspect. So, with that critical ear and eye, let's listen to a little piece. Now, this is Dean McDermott from rehab talking to the Daily Mail. There is like a whole three-minute clip that they published. I'll tell you some of the other parts of the interview that were not videoed but we're in the piece and we can talk about them. But the piece you're going to hear comes from like a three minute clip that he did. I don't think we need to read the whole or listen to the whole thing. The part that we're about to hear is Dean McDermott talking about essentially how he had had enough real. Now I've got lots of questions and you are going to have questions too, Don, but listen to him talk about like how he knew when it was enough was enough. What about the pig? And it's not going to be in this clip, but we'll get there. Okay. And how his drinking affected Tori and his kids. I couldn't live that life anymore. I, I was tired of, of the anger and the yelling. And I finally surrendered to the, to, the, to the fact that I need help. I need help. I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. I would wake up every morning and woke up again. And oh, I've got no. six beautiful kids and a beautiful wife. And... I didn't. I was pissed off that I woke up again, and all she's ever done, Tori, to this day, is want me to be happy and healthy. And I, I inflicted a lot of damage and pain on that woman, and I'm taking accountability for that today. And it's the biggest amends that I'm ever gonna have to make. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Again, I that's hate a, to hear people. I don't care who they are, how much yeah. fun we make of people on this show. We don't make in fun jest. of people. I mean, but th- this is like, it just hurts my heart. That's Yeah, and know, it should. He wakes up and doesn't want to be awake. Look, oh. I am not, in no way am I trying to poke fun at Dean McDermott sharing his story about getting sober. Here's what I heard in that interview. So if you listen to that three minute clip, you will hear him talk about some very serious stuff emotionally hitting rock bottom, talking about how it affected him and his family. The questions that I had after that were first totally identifiable. And I can read some other stuff from the interview that he he did with the Daily Mail. Where I'm like, as a, a person in recovery, I can totally identify with all those things. The question that I had, and here's what we know, he is saying that he has spent the last 40 days in rehab. So this, I think, explains a lot why we got that weird Instagram post from him and then nothing else. Yeah. Do you remember? So he posted on Instagram that he and uh, Tori were no more. And Mm -hmm. then that was rescinded. And we were like, what's going on? You people have lived your lives in the public for so long. And yet, you're not telling us anything. You're just showing up, like, 
in the tabloids, you're calling paparazzi, you're showing up in public, but nobody's saying what's actually going on behind the story. So this is the first time that we're actually getting some meat on those bones. And the meat that we're getting is that he's been in rehab for the last 40 days or so. And that uh, if you go into the story itself, he talks about the fact that things got real bad and he ended up going to rehab right as they... Tori had that mold problem, Mm -hmm. which then led to her and the kids leaving because I started to have all these questions like, was it his like this rage that he's talking about and this abusiveness that he's talking about? Is that what led them to like flee the house and they just use the mold as an excuse? Well, maybe. And that's understandable. Well, yeah, it would totally explain why we're getting all these like sort of half stories and half ideas about what's going on, but no actual truth. To my knowledge, since this came out this morning, and it literally came out just a couple hours ago, Tori has not said anything, and I will be interested to see if she responds in any way, not that she has to or uh, is you know obligated to by any stretch of the imagination. But that said, I still have a ton of questions because the way he talks about his recovery... I couldn't tell if he was talking about that in the past. Like he has struggled with this for years and this Mm -hmm. was years ago when he hit bottom and he was doing drugs and alcohol. And did he relapse? That's a common thing, right? Relapse is a, is um, sadly a reality for a lot of people in recovery and it's a challenge for many. So I, I like, I have lots of questions now. Okay. So was that, was it, that you relapsed that led to this rehab stint or did you feel like you were going to relapse that it led to this stint? Again, he doesn't owe us the explanation. I'm just saying, as I listen, it's not clear mm-hmm. what he, because that three minute clip is very vague. It's talking about hitting rock bottom, taking things out on his family, but there's not a lot of, there's still not a lot of detail Yeah, in what got us to where we are today and what, you know, the state of their marriage is. You didn't get a lot of answers is what I'm saying. Not that there would be anything wrong with this, but do you think that he is saving that information for maybe being on some type of a, you know, like Dr. Drew rehab show or maybe some type of we're going to rebuild our life together show? Yeah. And so this is why this is what we do is walk a tightrope in this job because Mm -hmm. this person is sharing this part of themselves. And Mm -hmm. I've been around a long time Thank you, I'm old. Long enough to know that when somebody shows up with a mic and a camera to talk to the Daily Mail, I have questions. Why do you feel obligated live from rehab? So he's still there. He's at rehab when he's doing this interview. Okay. Why does he feel the need? Again, great. Thank you for sharing. And I encourage you on your journey to be successful. And I wish you all the best as a human from one recovery person to the next. Hear you, see you honor you now pop culture tabloid celebrity you called a reporter to come over and do an interview what's the purpose of that so i have questions right so like that's the tightrope is like i want to honor all that stuff but i also want to understand what the purpose is because we do know that this is a family and we would be remiss and naive or derelict in duty dawn derelict in duty dawn get a banjo behind that we could go on the road. <laughs> I just we'd wrote be a derelict whole TV show in duty down. 
derelict in like duty. duty duty like i'm on duty like maybe i'm a security guard like in you're this sitting TV on show. a pile of duty no 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 i'm on duty i'm a i'm a police officer okay police woman derelict on duty how about a security Dawn. guard officer yeah i just said that first like an overnight security yep mall derelict security in duty what if your last name was derelict that's Officer better because derelict I was trying to on write duty. in my mind how I was a derelict and on. No, your name is Dawn <laughs> Derelict and you're on duty. So it's derelict on duty Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, please remind us where we are. Uh, yeah. See, he's like, <laughs> I've been working on stuff while Dean you guys McDermott are yammering. Dean is in rehab. So Dean McDermott asks the Daily Mail What about to the show pig up. and the chicken? Th- okay. <laughs> I knew you wanted we to We only get to have that. a minute left. Look. Because yesterday I went way over and poor Mike had a one minute You already alert. ruined Mike, so oh, we might as well just... Ruin him again? Yeah. He doesn't deserve that. Well, why did you do it yesterday? I got so excited about whatever it was we were talking about. Well, let, will you let me finish talking about Dean McDermott and then Pig we could go. and chicken. His marital problems go back. This is what he told people from rehab in this interview. His marital problems go back at least five years. Only only five years. Dean, I've been around a lot longer than five years. Do you remember Emily Goodhand? No, because she doesn't exist. Exactly, but that was more than five years ago. That he and Tori have not shared a bedroom since 2017. Why? A pig and a chicken. Yeah, because she insists on letting pets, including their pig and chickens... (gasps) Sleep in their bedroom. Oh, God. So he's telling us this very riveting story about his own struggle and journey with uh, substance abuse. But then is also throwing her under the bus with a pig and a chicken. Come on now. He says he can't have sex with a pig and a chicken in the room. I couldn't. Why would you ever do that? You could have sex with a pig in the room. Don't knock it till you try it. I mean, is I'm going to knock asleep? it. There are certain boundaries. <laughs> is a pig asleep? Look, is I am not. Really? Look, I am not the poster child for boundaries when it comes to who you are doing what with in the bedroom. I mean, but I'm going to draw barn? the line at the pig and the chicken. Come on, country people. Girl, you real country if you can have sex with a pig and the chicken in the room. Anyway, he also goes on to say in this interview, and now we got to go. That after moving out of his marital marital bedroom, he became increasingly isolated and uh, said that he had continued problems with the attention that comes from being Mr. Tory Spelling. Okay. So, I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, more on this. We will have more on this because you know this is I not the end of the story. I have a lot of questions and thoughts, too. Like what? Well, I don't have time for them right now, but this is definitely maybe tomorrow. Well, or we can do it a little bit later. Okay. We got plenty of time here. We have three hours to talk about this issue and yeah. more when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. It's that time of year where you think about giving gifts. Well, it's also time for you to give yourself a gift, the gift of good health. I'm talking about Livia Weight Control Center's pre-Black Friday event. If you've always thought about joining Livia, do it now. 50% off your personalized program when you mention me. 
And why should you choose Livia? Well, I did the program and it worked for me because it's doctor recommended. It's a weight loss program that is customized just to you. They review your not only what you eat, but your lifestyle. How much do you sleep? How much water do you drink? What's your day like? And then they customize a plan around that. And that's what makes it so easy. And you can trust them because it's doctor recommended. So you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks and up to 20 pounds or more before 2024. So it's Livia's best offer of the year. Call today, limited time, up to 50% off your personalized program. Mention me and you'll get that deal. Livia.com or 855-GO-LIVIA. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Looking for celebrity news, Mike has all of it with the Dirt Alert. Yeah, for the last uh, few months, we've been obviously obviously updating you on the SEG after strike at this time. Well, uh, it's over, but uh, there's still some details coming out, including the fact of why certain SEG after board members explained they voted no to the uh, mm-hmm. recently, or I think still going through the process of being ratified uh, deal. And they said there should just flat out be no AI involvement. Oh, so their opinion well, is essentially that it isn't finding a common ground on AI. It's just eliminating AI. Are Were these Amish members of SAG-AFTRA? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Just, that was, yeah. We would like that to not be capitalism. We would li- like well, there to not be progress. Yeah, it's uh. just going to happen. Yeah, everybody. Or Anne-Marie Johnson, one of the most uh, outspoken members who are on this side of things, said there should be no AI. Only human beings should be used in what we create for public consumption. Without saving off AI, everything we achieved is all for naught. It's a waste of time. Okay, that seems opinion. a little extreme. Sounds like somebody with a lot of privilege in their life who hasn't had to, <laughs> you know, show up for a paycheck. Or ever seen like an animated film. I mean, come on. They're just going to make these without people and just create AI voices. And then it's like, you know, it's going to happen. And we can't stop it. You know? This is true. Something you else uh, cannot stop is uh, the London debut of Gwyneth Goes Skiing. In case you're wondering, yes, this is a, uh, I believe I'm trying to, yes, it is an original musical based on, (laughs) excuse me, it's an original musical based on the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. It's going to be debuting in London uh, later this year. Okay, I need to get a ticket to London to see this. Yeah, I might just wait for the touring company. Uh, uh, I mean, why, you just don't want to go to London for I fun? mean, I would go if to see London, but I, I'm not wasting my time in London seeing the uh, go skiing. Gwyneth Paltrow trial musical. You know, all those monuments and castles, they're going to be there for a long time. Yeah, if nice only try. this will be there for a limited time only. Yeah, it'll come to the Orpheum. <laughs> I'll see it then. Okay. There you go. That's your option to uh, check it out. I can't believe this is That's actually a real happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll be giving my review next <laughs> I can't Friday. Wait. Just kidding. Uh, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon yesterday. He was talking about his next big movie role, and it sounds like he confirms he will be playing the role of Maui in the live-action remake of Moana, the movie where he played Maui and, of course, had his big song, You're Welcome. Mm, okay. Oh, Saying right. a little bit of that. Uh, and apparently this live-action Moana is scheduled to hit theaters in 2026. That's oh, a long God. time. I mean, who knows what they're going to be doing then? That's true. Three years. Maybe <laughs> another strike at that point. <laughs> I was going to say it's only a three-year deal, just on the heels of a you know another negotiation. Right. Oh, right. They might not even be able to promote it. Yeah, who I don't knows? think we'll be going to movies in three years anyway. So. Oh my gosh! I'm going to be in my that. basement making uh, 
jam. So <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah, jam. Yeah, protecting myself from the zombies outside, the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's right. Well, we mentioned the fact that uh, Barbara Streisand has a in mall or a mall in her house, right? You mentioned, yeah, that? it's technically not a mall, but yeah, okay. yeah. we it like looks to like call one. it a mall. Well, Jeff Bezos technically does have a space themed bar at his Texas ranch. Oh, that's cool. Uh, he Cute. opened up about it during that Vogue interview that we were talking about. He, of course, is obsessed with space. He's got Blue Origin Venture, and I guess he's got a bar that is all based around space. If you could have something in your basement. Like, because my grandpa, he had a bar in his basement. Mm -hmm. He, like, created this, like, recreate. It looked like you went into a restaurant bar. It was kind of the most, it had, like, booths and billiard tables and fish tank. And he had a piranha. You could feed that thing. (gasps) This guy's exotic. We don't got enough time. Never mind. It's a fun question for you guys to answer in the break. Mike, thank you for all the latest from Hollywood. When we come back, you got any blind items over there? I certainly do. Juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We got a whole show within a show, but it's only here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's called Blinded by the Item. Right here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McLean, and this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. A lot of shocking news today. We have Dean McDermott telling the Daily Mail that he is in rehab. Yeah. Um and he did the apologizing. interview from rehab. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I think that maybe this is just me, quite honestly. I'm not joking about this, but I would wait until a little time has passed and I was out of rehab before I made any claims just because of the danger of, you know, what might happen. I I just would feel more secure waiting a little bit to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think in terms of like where I am on the outside of watching the story uh, from you know, this vantage point, I'm going to wait some time before I form opinions because I feel like when somebody starts talking live from rehab, Mm -hmm. I want to wait and see like, what is this really about? So for the listener, he's saying he's been in rehab for like the last 40 days or something, which would explain a lot of this like weird vagueness that's been going on between these two. We've seen all the stuff with Tori Spelling, right? Yeah. She's given us no indication that this was a thing. Not that she owes that to us, but still, this is the only piece of like actual information that we have gotten from either of these two that actually starts to put the pieces together. But I want to wait and see, because it's also very questionable why anybody would start talking to the Daily Mail yeah. in rehab. I maybe wouldn't suggest that having someone from the Daily Mail over... Is a good idea. Is a good idea. But I also think patience is a virtue because we want to hear what Tori Spelling is going to say, if anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or what he might say when he leaves rehab. I don't know. Well, and more on that. One of our listeners happened to email us uh, just moments ago saying like, hey, I wonder if maybe the Daily Mail found out and they kind of threatened him with we're going to release this if you don't talk to us. Or if Tori said, I'm going to go public with this. And so he Mm -hmm. wanted to make it. I would hope Tori wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, because that's. But I wouldn't put it past the Daily Mail. And he's like, okay, you can come here and interview. Yeah, but I don't think the response to somebody who tries to take you hostage is to let the hostage taker in for an interview. Unless you're in a vulnerable position, you don't know what to do. You know, I mean, he might not be making the best choices. But but anyway, good luck to him. Like for real, I sometimes say that out of jest, but I just hope that he gets better. Okay. 
Let's hear some blind, blind items. Let's do some blind items. Let's get it started with this one today. The significant other of this former tween actress turned a minus list singer is using her name to try to hook up with other people. Mm. He's always saying it's going to be for a third in the relationship, but ends oh. up just hooking up with him all by himself. And the singer isn't even in the picture. That's oh, my sketchy. gosh. So the significant other of a tween actress, significant other of a former tween actress turned a minus list singer using her name to try to hook up with other people. He always says it's to be a third with the uh, significant other, but uh, the singer is usually never in the picture and he just ends up hooking up with uh, the individual by himself. Gross. Do we know the uh, significant other at all or is this person kind of just we do? Oh, oh, is he an actor? Uh, No. Okay. he's kind of just like a hanger on. Correct. Mm. Were they married? And again, maybe uh, tween actress turned a minusless singer. No, not married. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. It's not like a Miley situation, right? It is not. Okay. Not a She's Demi not with Lovato. Anyone. Yes, it is. Ew! SpongeBob. No, Demi Lovato. Or Demi Lovato, not, <laughs> not, not Ariana, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Who's Demi Lovato with again? Oh. Remember? Didn't she just get rid of some guy? Nope, she's still with that some guy that she should get rid of, according to the blinds. Uh, is he oh, someone that she met in rehab? I guess I don't know how they I, met. What's sometimes. his name? Jutes. Oh, that's Remember right. The Jutes. musical artist. Oh, Jutes. okay, no. Yeah, that was yeah. the uh, the, the other of side person. of that one. According to this blind item, Jutes is using Demi Lovato's name to try to uh, get people to join them for yeah. uh, for a threesome, but then it ends up just being Jutes and the individual and he found, go, and she has nothing to do with it, and probably didn't even know about it. How does that go down? Like, oh, sorry, Demi couldn't make it. It's just going to be you and I. And they're like, well, well I was kind of here for Demi. <laughs> I know it's just all so awkward. Do they, it's kind of embarrassing. Do they just do it anyway, you think? Oh, I'm fine. Okay, I'm here. According to the blind, yeah. I made the trip. I made, made the trip. Yeah. I got out of my bathrobe. <laughs> Jutes. Let's see if we would just... Um, I wouldn't get out of my bathrobe on. for Jutes, but, I, you know, everybody's got their thing. Oh, yeah, yeah that's not my thing. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Yeah. I don't no. know about that. No. Nope. Well, good luck to them. <laughs> Let's do another one, please. This former Flash in the Pan celebrity recently uh, turned 18 and made tens of millions of dollars in one month. She blew through most of that, though, thinking it was easy money and it would never end. At this point, she's trying to land a rich guy who's about three times her age. Gosh, well, this person I just feel bad for. Flash in the Pan celebrity. Turned 18, made tens of millions of dollars in a month. Oh. Then blew through all of it, or most of it, and at this point is trying to find a rich guy about three times her age. This is not Bahad Bahabi, is it? It is! Bad Bad baby. baby. Yep. I once thought it was Bahad Bahabi, like way back in the day. I knew where you were going with it, yeah. Oh, Uh, wow. What? How did you pull that out of your keister? Well, I mean, he gave me all the clues. Mm-hmm. Flash in the pan, made a bunch of money super fast. Because didn't well, she I mean, do OnlyFans? Only and she actually just released, that's what Cute. this is referencing. She just yeah. released her OnlyFans statements of what she made. Yeah. And like broken down by month. And just like burnt <sighs> through it. my gosh. Well, a you know. Lot? I think it was like. Well, Did it, she, it here's, was, here's the question though. Yeah. Did she show the it. goods? I have no idea. 
or was it uh, like yeah, one of those things research. where you, where you <laughs> thanks for <laughs> not taking such one a weird team. conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought maybe it was Charlie Sheen's daughter. Nope, that's okay. a, yeah, she's still she's still doing her thing and okay. um let me find if I can find the actual statement here cuz I want to say a number and I don't want it to be wrong. Um the first, yep, uh yeah, it's it's the number I didn't want to say. April of 2021, and this is from the official statement she got from OnlyFans, $18.2 million. Wow! Just for showing your jubblies on OnlyFans? The next month, $7 million. The month after that, 4.6, then 3, then 2.4, then 1.5, then 1, and then 833000 Those were the first uh, eight months for young bad baby on God. OnlyFans. I just, I God bless America. Did you Man. say thousands or millions? Millions. $18.2 million, Dawn, in one month. Oh, honey. Million. Million. You know, she ended up like, I think she was exploited by Dr. Phil. She did make a career out of it. But from what I heard, she was, you know, she had an album out. She was actually, I thought she was pretty good. And I heard she was a super hard worker. Like, she really put time in writing songs and getting in the studio and always being on time and, like, had really good work ethic, believe it or not. So it's sad to hear that, you know, she's been swayed by this. I don't know. Well, sad to hear she's made $50 million. I was going to say, she's a hard worker and just made millions of dollars. But you guys just said she blew it all, right? According to the Oh, that, yeah. I I just know what she actually put in the statement. Yeah, I don't know what she did with her money. The fact that she could make that money is insane to me. Yeah. 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 Man. Well, darn it. You can always start over. <laughs> well, round two on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she she could put on like an animal costume or something. Because yeah. people, you know, people like all or do like feet. People like feet. <laughs> you got options on that particular I'm just saying, one. I so wish I was in my twenties. Feet. I if mean, I, it's like every girl I talk to is like, I'll put my feet out there for money. Yeah, I, I totally I did put my feet in a photo once and some and I got like three or four people responding in in a way that made me go, Oh, I forgot there's like feet people out there. Mm-hmm. But and I don't think about dilute like, the dilute the value of feet if anybody and everybody's just like here you can look at my feet not if you like now feet. it's like all right i can just get it for a dollar or free i mean anytime there are feet on any post people will comment for free yeah you know yeah. boy they should go see priscilla because it opens up with her feet and her feet are all in that thing and i immediately wow. thought oh boy here we go it's not even a tarantino film yeah, I, oh my gosh, Mike, <laughs> I thought that. I thought yeah. Tarantino is going to be after this uh, uh-huh. Kaylee Spaney now, and it makes me kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he likes feet. Uma. He does. Remember that story? Well, no, I don't. Mm. I don't remember it, and I don't know if I want to remember it. It's fine. Him and, we don't need to talk about it. Him and former Jets head coach Rex Ryan, they they they've got that in common. I mean, so hey, good look, for them. Hey, do what you uh, want to do. Feet are free. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with feet. <laughs> feet are consensual. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's do another one. Let's move on to this. This foreign-born A minus list actor has his first franchise opening soon. He and his co-star loathe each other, which makes for interesting press junkets. Hmm. A foreign-born A minus list actor. Has his first franchise opening soon. He and his co-star loathe each other, which makes the press junkets very interesting. Hmm. Is his co-star female? Yep. Okay. 
And it's a franchise. Is it a superhero? It's a franchise, uh, not a superhero. Hmm. Okay. So then is it like is a... Is it a romantic comedy? Nope. Okay. Sci-fi? Yep. A sci-fi franchise that's new. I wouldn't... Okay, so it's his first. Oh, is it it's a It's not new. Dune? It's not Dune. Okay. It is this actor's first franchise. The ah, franchise itself the franchise is not itself new. The franchise itself is not new. Hunger yep. Games? Yep. Oh. Do you know who's in, who's in the Hunger Ballad Games? of Song yeah, yeah, and I've Snakes? I've seen the trailers, but now... <laughs> Who could it be? Who could it be? Well, one half, one half we've, we've talked about um, very recently, and he's not the only one who loathes her. Hmm. <laughs> the stars of the upcoming Hunger Shh. Games prequel. It's a wig. Is Leah Michelle in this? No. <laughs> This is a rising star who's about to have another big movie that's been pushed. He is or she is? She is. She's a rising star. She's gonna, yeah. She's kind of, well, if, well could depending we on her. Could we pick her out of a lineup? I um, Maybe not right yeah. now, quite honestly. This is gonna you be definitely difficult. know her name, though. Okay. We've definitely talked about her this week. Mm. We talked about her this week. Mm-hmm. Would we pick him out of a lineup? Uh, you are less likely to pick him out of a lineup. Oh God! I'm trying to get you to to her, and yeah, then I'm yeah, going to give you him because I don't think you're going to maybe get to him. Okay, so he was what, in a role what would that we know sure. her from? Does she have any other franchises? She's been in lots of franchises. Um, she uh, was a young actress who's been in one big franchise that was superhero-y. That one just big ended. franchise that was superhero-y that just ended. We most knew her from a musical movie that we talked about two days ago. Oh Barbie? West, oh, 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 it's, it's... West Side Story. What's her name? Not Anna DeBose, oh, but... Uh, oh, Rachel Ziegler. Yeah. Rachel Ziegler is one half, and she, of course, she's going to be one star of Hunger Games, yeah. uh, the Ballad of Songbirds Ariana and Snakes. DeBose, she's Diana. a songbird. Tom Blythe is the other oh, side of that. Do you know, know Tom him. Blythe? If you saw a picture of him, he's in Gilded Age. Um, oh, he's in, okay. I watched Gilded Age. Yep. Uh, he was in... Life. Yeah. Let me see. Younger actor, actor. I think he's like 28, 9. Oh, he's, He plays okay. the young... Um, yeah. I think that's Snow. Oh, guy. he's not ugly. No, no, he's not. Yeah, he plays the young President Snow. Oh! Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the young Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay. Tom Blythe, and apparently he and Rachel Zegler, uh, like most people in Rachel Zegler from the blinds, can't stand each other. So it's made for some really interesting press uh, junkets. Well, okay. now I really hope our good friend Paul McGuire's Gr- yeah Paul McGuire Grimes is doing that junket because we will ask him about the tension in the room. Can't wait. That'll be fun. Oh, this is oh he plays that role in Gilded Age. That's. <clears throat> One of the most interesting roles mm-hmm. Good where to he know. has to pretend about his entire sexuality. Oh, his entire like, sexuality. Entire. Like the front and the back? Yeah. Okay. Everything. Because back in the Gilded Age, I don't think they could talk about being gay. Honey, you couldn't talk about being gay about 20 years ago. So I, <laughs> I know. it's not a shock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. But I like him without a mustache. Hmm. You know, on the Gilded Age, he has a mustache, and I'm like, meh, it's a little pencil mustache. Those are my least favorite. Oh, okay. Mike, noted. No pencil mustache. Done. 
I will not have a pencil mustache, I promise. I, I would never. Uh, the only one that I think looks good with a pencil mustache would be John Waters. His signature. <laughs> yeah. Let's do another one. This foreign-born barely their celebrity hooked up with her former boyfriend while she was home this past weekend. It sounds like this is the step to ending this gigantic public charade about who he she's supposedly married to. Oh. Wait, I missed the first part of that. Uh, this foreign-born, barely-there celebrity hooked up with her former boyfriend while oh. at home this weekend. That sounds like this is the first step to end this massive public uh, public uh, charade about who she's supposed to be married to. And I will say who she's supposed to be married to is uh, definitely of the A-list variety. Uh, is this Bianca Sensori? And Kanye! Yep. Starting to unravel. Oh, God. Thank the Lord, that poor girl. According to this blind, uh, the foreign or uh, uh, Bianca Sensori has uh, hooked up with her former boyfriend while she was in Australia over the weekend. It sounds like this is the first step to ending her uh, fictitious marriage to Kanye West. We did have a story yesterday that broke that she fled the country heading to Australia to get away from his controlling ways. Mm. Yeah, because he took North to Dubai, yeah. and she wasn't really invited, or he made it known that it's like, you're not, yeah, you're not really. Headline, Bianca Sensori's friends stage yes. intervention. Yes, I did read that yesterday. Wake the bleep up. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, you'd think I was one of her friends, because I'd like to tell her that as well. Well. And honey? Maybe she's like, hey, look. Let me help you I'm out. I'm riding the high life. Here's a bra. <laughs> yeah, she does need some support. Guys. Yeah, just because you don't want later on. I just feel bad. She's never going to be able to go to Italy without people sneering at her. Well, she'll look so different. I don't think anyone would notice her because she's not wearing a body condom <laughs> and like white high heels and white and like black stockings. And that's it. Yeah. And a bra. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's been washed many times. It's a lot. Well, well not move- a bra. It was just a top. Yeah. Let's move on to another one. This A-list mostly movie actor couldn't even own up to his own statement. He had to get the director of the movie to try and publicly defend his behind behavior. Behind? Behold behavior, however you want to put it. Uh. Booty hole! Okay, A-list mostly movie actor? Yep. Couldn't even own up to his own statement. He had to get the director of the movie to try to publicly defend his behold behavior. Oh, I don't know the story, do I? Yep. Oh, come on now. Come through. Come through. So this is a b-hole. Has this it, is an A-list a- mostly movie actor. So we've talked about this A-list mostly movie actor b-hole. We've talked about him being a b-hole. In a recent film? Um, Upcoming. Mm. But his b-hole behavior has been talked about in the past. Adam Driver? Yep. Oh, the bleep you comment. The bleep you comment. We're going to just call Ferrari. it bleep you gate. Yes. Uh, Michael Mann, the director of that particular film. He was the one who had to defend his star's behavior as uh, he released a statement about uh, the situation, whereas Adam Driver couldn't even uh, comment on uh, those controversial comments he made to a... Uh, Member of the paparazzi, or yeah. member of the uh, media. Also, just not a good look at this time when yeah. SAG After is finally getting back to work. Yeah, you finally get to talk about films. And you're like, bleep you! How dare you ask questions? <laughs> and they're like, I'm just trying to do my job again. Exactly. And, you know, even to say your opinion in an interview 
that didn't used to happen. I will say that like for the interviewer to um, say like, yeah, I thought it was cheesy talking about some scenes in the movie. Think about like Paul McGuire Grimes saying that to a celebrity. Like, yeah, I thought these scenes were cheesy. It's like, what do you say to that? They'd be like, excuse me. Apparently you say bleep you. Yeah. Yeah, and then you, you go, do. all right, I guess this is over. I mean, how awkward. Yeah. It's really taking a risk that I don't know if is the great, greatest way to get mm-hmm. yourself in the door. Mm-hmm. It's probably somebody who's been ir- interviewing people for a long time. I'm just saying. Sure. Not very polite. If you haven't seen the clip, you can certainly find that. It was during a uh, Polish film fest when Ferrari was shown, and the guy was like, yeah, that scene looked cheesy. And he says, what, or what do you say to people who say that? And he said, F you, next question. So, I mean, it does answer the question. (laughs) I don't know. Let's do another one. I am starting to love this individual because they're starting to give us some. It's almost like mythology now in the blind items. This is kind of like the the fish situation with uh, our friend Nicholas Cage. Cage. This foreign born A-list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner has been hooking up with an Uber driver who first picked her up about a month ago. They had sex in his car, and she calls him for sex, but that's the only place they ever have it is in his car. Oh, my gosh. This is an A-list, mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner. Meryl Streep. Yes. No. I'm just gonna got <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> wow, Meryl. That's almost offensive. Um, uh, born But you a- said you're starting to like this, so we have had we've, horny rumors before. We've discussed this individual before. But not the Uber thing. Not the Uber thing. No, this is just adding she's to like, the mythology. She's like, real horny. I want to get horny is all this, the time. Is this woman. Foreign born? Uh, foreign born. Mostly Oscar winner. She's pulling out her notes, kids. Hold on. Hold on a second. We'll get to the bottom oh of this. That looks like... <laughs> but. I don't, I don't want to say what it looks like. <laughs> um, okay. It so... is... Foreign-born, mostly movie actress, mm-hmm. franchise lady, um, is in. She's currently in a franchise, yes, or at least made an appearance. And it's not. Oh, made an appearance. It's not Gal Gadot. It is not Gal Gadot. No, Charlize Theron. Uh, this is for uh, Gal Gadot. Yes. This is for Charlize oh, Theron. Oh, it's sexy Charlize. Oh gosh, well, we're hearing all sorts of stories. What was about the last her. thing we heard? It sounds she vaguely familiar. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. The last thing we heard is that she broke her lover's nose as he was That's tied right. up to something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to the steering wheel, mess. clearly. Yeah, apparently, uh, according to this blind though, Charlize Theron, who uh, again continues to add to her blind item sexual mythology that is, uh, says that she has been uh, hooking up with an Uber driver who she met about a month ago. They had sex in his car, and uh, that's what she calls him down, for. Like, Hi, I would I like was to have going sex. somewhere. Would you like to have sex with Charlize Theron right now? I mean, that guy was like, what? He won the lottery. I mean, she. what was she like? I want to go to Burger King. Wait a minute. I want to have it my way. <laughs> right here in this parking lot. Pull the, over. In, You're hot. In the Burger King drive-thru. Yeah. He's like, I need a Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, I said that. She's like, I need a Whopper. All right. Some onion rings. A chicken sandwich with extra mayo. <laughs> no, no. It's a little too much. You started it. I did. All right. Let's do one final one, shall we? This tall model is adding another piece to her budding media empire 
And I'm sure it's just a matter of time before she has one of her reporters write a piece on an A-list singer just to get a few clicks. A model. Is this um, Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner? Not related to those two, no. Well, that's... A budding model who has a or a, a tall model who has a budding media, uh, uh, what did they describe it as? Media empire. What? How can she be a what? The, what? the media empire model. is budding. Oprah, uh, a tall model who has oh. a budding media empire, not Oprah. Tall model, and she has a tie to an A-list singer that she might be having one of her reporters. Write something not very nice about. Mm. Wait, say that, again, that last part again. So the tall model has another piece that she's adding to her budding media empire. How long is it going to be before she has it? One of her reporters write a uh, piece about the A-list singer just to get a few clicks. This is so weird. And that would she be a mean has a click. media empire. Mm-hmm. Is it Emily Ratajkowski? It is not. Okay, and Harry Styles? No. Nope. It's not a Bella or Gigi, is it? It is not either one of those two. Because they are more than budding. They're in full bloom. She recently purchased a magazine. How did... This is so confounding. Oh, my gosh. Oh. She's very successful. And very. She just she's also married she to somebody yeah. from a powerful business family. A powerful business family and other invest. Yep, yep. He almost not Nicola Peltz. Nope. Okay, she's not quite that rich. She just bought ID Magazine from Vice Media. What? Whoa! She also likes to code. She likes to code on computer. Yes. Uh, Code. what? In real life, oh, she has a Harley class. And she's got a rivalry with oh. Taylor Swift. Mike, thank you so much for that wow. very obtuse blind item. <laughs> Listeners, if you missed any of those blind items, you want to download them again and mm-hmm. listen to your heart's content, do so wherever you download podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. We've got a big fat back catalog. Now, Dawn and I and Mike will be back tomorrow with a brand new crop of... Blinded by the item!